0: Welcome to Zihu D'Av, Simani, Memer, Rabbi Ram Goldara, and today we Babakama going Test. The 10th parakel, Gozu, and Machil, and the final Daf of the Masech, So the three topics we're going to focus on, i Huna, and Rav Yehuda argue about destroying Maman the property of an informer, meaning one who informs extortionists about the other people's property. One held, Mutu Abdu'l-Biyad, it's permitted to destroy his property with one's hand, meaning directly because, W'yihimamonu, Khamer Mugufo, his money should not be more stringent. Then his body, since it's permitted to kill him, where she quotes a b'risa which permits lowering him to a pit to die, it stands to reason that his property may certainly be destroyed. The other held, the Asr abdo it's forbidden to destroy because Dum Haveli Zarmalya perhaps will have righteous descendants regarding whom the Pusik says, Yachin Rashavat Sadik Yilbash, the wicked one prepares and the righteous one clothes himself. Pointing to the Pasek states, Ki matik vas khanif ki nafsho, for what is a hypocrite's hope when he steals for Hashem will cast away his soul? Rafun and Rafu dispute disputed its meaning. One said his soul refers to nafshot de Nigzel, the robbery victim's soul, meaning Hashem will draw the victim's soul from the robber, meaning punish him for taking his life. The other says it means nafshot de Guzlan, the robber's soul, that Hashem will cast away his soul. The Gemara cites Sukkim supporting his opinion and explains how each addresses the other Pussek. Rabbi Yochanan said, pruta ki on Anyone who steals a pruta's worth from his fellow is as if he took his soul from him." As the psaltist says, as Such are the ways of one who steals; he takes away its owner's soul. Yokhan quotes several other psukim, and the Gur explains that they teach greater novelties. It is also considered taking away his sons' and daughters' souls. It's considered taking away a life even if he pays when forcibly taking property, and even for indirectly causing loss of sustenance. Shaul was punished for killing, so to speak, the Givonim, because he killed out Nob, the city of Kohanim, who had provided the Givonim with sustenance. And point number three the final mission lists materials left over from various crafts, such as threads removed by a launderer, a tailor, and others, and teaches which belongs to the craftsman, because the owner of the original material is the not particular about them, and which belong to the owner. shavings removed by small tools belong to the carpenter, but those removed by a hatchet belong to the owner. It concludes vimayaosais if he is working on the owner's property. often the Baha Bais, even the sawdust from drilling belongs to the owner. The more explains the details of these laws. Abraissa discusses other workers those who chisel stones are not subject to theft and may keep the pieces they chisel off. Those who prune trees, grapevines, and thorn bushes, or weed vegetation from among grain. Or prune vegetables, When the owner is particular about retaining the pruned branches, for example, they are subject to theft, but if he's not, they are permitted to take. So once again the three points are number one, Ravuna and Ravuda argue about destroying Mamun Masur, the property of an informer, meaning one who informs extortionists about other people's property. One held, it's permitted to destroy his property with one's hand, meaning directly because his money should not be more stringent than his body, since it's permitted to kill him. Rashi quotes a price which permits lowering him to a pit to die. It stands a reason that his property may certainly be destroyed. The other held Asul Abdo, it's forbidden to destroy because Dum Havrizar Malya perhaps will have righteous descendants regarding whom the Pusik says, Yachin Rashavat Sadik Yilbash. The wicked one prepares and the righteous one clothes himself. Pointing to the Pusik states, Kimatik for what is a hypocrite's hope when he steals for Hashem will cast away his soul? Of dispute meaning. One said his soul refers to Nafshot de the robbery victim's soul, meaning Hashem will draw the victim's soul from the robber, meaning punish him for taking his life. The other says it means Nafshot de the robber's soul, that Hashem will cast away his soul. The Gemara cites Sukkim supporting his opinion and explains how each addresses the other Pasuk. Rabbi Yochanan said, Kol Anyone who steals a prutus' worth from his fellow is as if he took his soul from him. As the Pasuk says, Such are the ways of one who steals, he takes away its owner's soul. Yochan quotes several other psukim, and the work explains that they teach greater novelties. It is also considered taking away his sons and daughters' souls, it's considered taking away a life, even if he pays when forcibly taking property, and even for indirectly causing a loss of sustenance. Shaul was punished for killing, so to speak, the Givonim, because he killed out Nob, the city of Kohanim, who had provided the Givonim with sustenance. And point number three, the final mission lists list materials left over from various crafts, such as threads removed by a launderer, a tailor, and others, and teaches which belongs to the craftsman, because the owner of the original material is not particular about them, and which belong to the owner. Shavings removed by small tools belong to the carpenter, but those removed by a hatchet belong to the owner. It concludes, Vimaya Osa Eitzel Baha Bais, if he is working on the owner's property, often the sawyam shal Baha Bais, even the sawdust from drilling, belongs to the owner. They will explains the details of these laws. Abraissa discusses other workers. Those who chisel stones are not subject to theft and may keep the pieces they chisel off. Those who prune trees, grapevines, and thorn bushes, or weed vegetation from among grain, or prune vegetables, when the owner is particular about retaining the pruned branches, for example, they are subject to theft, but if he's not, they are permitted to take. Alright, so now we go to Simondav Kofi Yatesh, and our standard simon is a kite. A kite, so here goes. While the kite enthusiast directed his kamikaze kites to smash into the windows of an informer's home, while using his cop kite to stop a robber from stealing a small kite worth a pruta, since it's like taking away... The victim's soul, the craftsman he had commissioned to build in some more kites, was busy at work and keeping the shavings. Once again, it's in motion. While the kite enthusiast, kite, that must be more duff, curfewed While the kite enthusiast directed his kamikaze kites to smash into the windows of an informer's home, which reminds us, Ravuna and Rav argue about destroying Mama Masur, the property of an informer. One held Mutul Abdul Biyad, it is permitted to destroy his property with one's hand, direct, because his money shouldn't be more stringent than his body. Since it's permitted to kill him, it stands a reason his property may certainly be destroyed. The other held Asul Abdul, it's forbidden to destroy because perhaps he'll have righteous ascendants. So, while the kite enthusiast directed his kamikaze kites to smash into the windows of an informer's home, while using his cop kite to stop a robber from stealing a small kite worth of Shababruta, since it's like taking away The victim's soul, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said, anyone who steals a pruta's worth from his fellow is as if he took his soul from him. So while the kite enthusiast directed his kamikaze kites to smash into the windows of an informer's home, while using his cop kite to stop a robber from stealing a small kite worth of shavapruta, since it's like taking away the victim's soul, the craftsman he had commissioned to build him some more kites was busy at work and keeping the shavings, which reminds us, the final Mishnah lists materials left over from various crafts, such as threads removed by a launderer, a tailor, and others, and teaches which belong to the craftsman, because the owner of the original material is not particular about them, and which belong to the owner. Shavings removed by small tools belong to the carpenter, but those removed by a hatchet belong to the owner. It concludes, If he was working on the owner's property, even the sawdust from drilling belongs to the owner. So once again, while the kite enthusiast directed his kamikaze kites to smash into the windows of an informer's home, while using his cop kite to stop a robber from stealing a small kite worth a shavapruta since it's like taking away the victim's soul, the craftsman he had commissioned to build him some more kites was busy at work and keeping the shavings. alach alauch masekhaz babakamba. Mazel tov, everyone, for being Messiah baba babakamba, the 21st masekh in this Dalphiomi Omimaksa, a grand total of 118 baht. 354 points now organized in our mind for efficient review and long-term retention using simani. May Kush Baruch continue to bench us with Hatzrach in our learning and Chazara, and may we continue to go Machal as we begin the next Mesech. Mesech is Bab Messiah and Bezoch to make a kinyan on all of Shas together with simani. Alright, so now it's time for four Babach Chazara. Daf Kuf Tezvav, So the siman Daf Kuftez is a Katoris Maker. So here goes. The Katoris Maker. Katoris Maker? That on Daf Vav, the katorus maker who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market, and demanded compensation from the owner based on. Tekanah Sashuk, which reminds us, the Gemara says, If someone stole articles and sold them, and the thief was then discovered, Rav quoted Rabbi Chia saying, The claim is only against the first one being the thief, and Rabbi Yochanan, quoted Rabbi Yanai saying, The claim is even against the second one. After several interpretations of these two positions are given, Rapap explains that everyone agrees the buyer must return the item to its owner, who had not despaired, and they argue if the rabbis instituted a Tekanah Sashuk, a remedy of the marketplace, allowing the buyer to demand compensation from the owner when the thief has been identified. So the Kittaris maker who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market and demanded compensation from the owner based on got splashed by spiced wine that was spilled out from a barrel by someone who wanted to save the honey in someone else's barrel that cracked, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states that where someone's barrel of honey cracked and began to leak, and this other person poured out his less valuable wine from his own barrel and saved the honey in the wine barrel, he only receives his fee for labor and usage of his barrel, but not compensation for his lost wine. But if he stipulated for his wine to be repaid before pouring it out, he can demand compensation. So the Kators maker, who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market and demanded compensation from the owner based on Tikkanah's got splashed by spiced wine that was spilled out from a barrel by someone who wanted to save the honey in someone else's barrel that cracked. As another man who saw his jug of spiced oil was breaking, attempted to declare the oil as truma and miser on produce. In his house, which reminds us, a bryce was quoted which taught that if someone was carrying jugs of oil or wine and saw they were breaking and the contents would be lost, he cannot declare them truma and maestra on produce in his house. If he does, his declaration is ineffective because the contents, which stand to be lost, are hefker and not his. Duff kuftez so the Simarduff kuftez Zayn is a barber giving haircuts. So here goes. While well, the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his hair cut, That must be more on Kufteh Zain, haircuts. While well, the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his haircut using the money he was reimbursed with, despite his donkey surviving, which reminds us, Rav Ghana asked Rav regarding one who stipulated to be reimbursed for allowing his donkey to be lost to save his fellow's donkey, if he went down to save his fellow's donkey and his own donkey came up from the river on his own, can he still claim reimbursement? Since he was mafkirid at the time, he simply acquired an owner's donkey, so perhaps his retrieval would not impact his right to reimbursement. Ravance and Mishamai Rahimoleh. From heaven, they had mercy on him to keep his donkey alive, and he retains his right to reimbursement. So while the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his haircut using the money he was reimbursed with despite his donkey surviving the barber didn't notice the people in the caravan outside paying ransom to some bandits according to the amount of money each were carrying which reminds us of Brisa taught regarding a caravan traveling in the wilderness and a troop came against it to plunder it but accepted a ransom they calculate the members contributions of the ransom by the amount of money they're carrying and to not calculate by the number of people in the caravan because the threat was only a financial one. So while the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his hair cut using the money he was reimbursed with despite his donkey surviving, the barber didn't notice the people in the caravan outside paying ransom to some bandits according to the amount of money each were carrying. Right next to where someone was showing his neighbor's field to the king's agents causing them to... Confiscated, which reminds us, if someone showed someone else's field to agents of the king who were seeking property to seize, causing them to confiscate it, he's liable to pay. Tosos explains he's liable for this indirect damage under the principle of Dinidagarmy. daf Zion, so the Sim Daf Kufyod Zion is a Gabbai with a lot of keys. So here it goes. When the Gabbai with a lot of keys Gabbai with a lot of keys, that must be more Zion. When the Gabbai with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater, where the rabbi kept his money in his study, which reminds us, Rav Huna told Ravah about an incident of a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, and he obligated him to pay. Ravah told him to retract based on a brisa. If a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, pater, he is exempt. miyad But if he took the money and gave it to the idolater by hand... He is chayim. So when the Gabbai with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater where well, the rabbi kept his money in his study, he was shocked when he saw through the window into the base midrash, the rabbi giving Shir getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row, which reminds us the more brings the story of Rav Kahana fleeing to Eretz Yisrael. and then sitting in Rabbi Yochanan and Shir being advised not to challenge Rabbi Yochanan for seven years, the gemara relates what caused Rav Kahana to do so, and then his subsequent death and revival. So when the guy with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater, where the rabbi kept his money in his study, he was shocked when he saw through the window into the base middish the rabbi giving sheer, getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row. As a river flooded a stolen field outside and started flooding, the room, which reminds us, the next minister states, Shat someone stole a field, and a river flooded it and destroyed it. The robber can say to the owner, behold, what is yours is before you. Land cannot be legally stolen, so it remains in the owner's possession. Therefore, any damage to the land... Unrelated to the robbery is not the robber's responsibility. In a Brights about the same case, Rabbi Yezer says, He is obligated to provide him with another field. So the Simran Daf Kufyot is Kichel. So here goes. The two men in a dispute where one said the other owed him a box of Kichel, Kichel, that must mean Daf Kufyot Ches. The two men in a dispute, where one said the other owed him a box of kickle, and the other said he wasn't sure if he owed him, which reminds us, the more discusses one who claims to be owed a money from his fellow, who responds that he does not know. Rav Huna and Rav Huda say he must pay. Bari B'Shemah, Bari Adif. Where the claimant is certain and the defendant is uncertain, the claimant who is certain is stronger. Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan say he's exempt. Ukebamona keep the money in its current owner's possession until proof is brought. So the two men in a dispute where one said the other owed him a box of kichel, and the other said he wasn't sure if he owed him, didn't wake up the shepherd who was dreaming of sheep jumping over a kichel and wasn't aware of the thief returning a stolen sheep to the pen, which reminds us. The next mission teaches that if one stole a sheep from someone's flock and returned it without notifying the owner, he remains responsible if it dies or it's stolen, meaning it remains in his domain until its proper return. If the owner was unaware of the theft and its return and counted the flock and found it complete, the thief is exempt from future damages. Four opinions are presented regarding returning stolen sheep, which impact the interpretation of the Mishnah. So the two men in a dispute where one said the other owed him a box of kikkel and the other said he wasn't sure if he owed him, didn't wake up the shepherd who was dreaming of sheep jumping over a kikkel and wasn't aware of the thief returning a stolen sheep to the pen, and ignored the shepherd's wife who was trying to sell them some woolen garments telling them to... Conceal them, which reminds us, the mission details materials that may be purchased from women without suspicion, they were taken from their husbands without permission, and adds, But any woman who told the purchaser to conceal his purchase, it's prohibited to purchase it because it appears the item was stolen. All right, so now it's done, to with their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, Which stuff do we learn that when bandits accept ransom from people in a the caravan, they calculate the members' contributions to the ransom by the amount of money they each are carrying? That's on Duff. Kuftezain, Good number two. Wish of the one whose barrel of oil is cracked cannot declare the oil Trumar more on produce in his home, since the spilling oil is considered hefker and not his. That's on duff. Kuftzvaff. Good number three, which duffy of a is if one is permitted to destroy an informer's property, that's on duff. Kufiotas. Good number four. Which duffy of is if Bari Bashema Bari Adif or or Mari, that's on duff? Kufiyot Cheska number five. Which stuffy of the maidserv of Kahana coming up to Eretz from Babyl? And what happened when he was sitting in the Shira of Rabbi Yochanan? That's on Daf. Kufiyot Zayin. Good number six. Which stuffy learned that stealing even a shava fruit from someone is like taking away his neshama from him? That's on Daf. Kufiyot Teska number seven. Which stuffy learned that it's not permitted to steal from goyim? That's on Daf. Good number eight. Which definitely discuss what the din is when one sees his killing or sparing in the possession of another. That's on duff. Good number nine. Wish definitely when a craftsman can keep the shavings from the wood since the owner's not makbid on them. That's on duff. Good number ten. Which definitely when one cannot buy from a woman when she tells the buyer to conceal the items. That's on duff. Excellent. That comes today, Shir. This, this is Rabbi Ram Golda from Zihu wishing you a great day and great learning.